Hi, Valora Soldier. So, welcome back to another episode. My name is Crystal, and this is Women of Mighty Valor. So, just before we get into today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, share with your family and friends, grab yourself a cup of tea or cold beverage, whichever, and let's get into today's episode. Hi Crystal Light, so welcome back to another episode. My name is Crystal and welcome back to Women of Mighty Valor Podcast. Yes, yes. In today's episode, we'll be talking about nine keys to prayer. There's literally nine keys to unlock prayer. So if you're interested in that, then stay tuned to this episode. Right, so the first key in unlocking prayer is persistence yes persistence you have to be persistent in prayer you have to be constantly going back to god in prayer until you see results just like the widow in luke 18 verse 1 to 8 definitely this widow is a prime example of a persistent prior being pray, you know being prayed you know she was consistent and um when you read the parable of the persistent widow you can see that in the parable um she went to an unjust judge and she was persistent in that and the bible was saying that if an unjust judge was able to grant her request because of her persistent, how much more will God himself honor his children by answering their requests? So the first key in unlocking your prior life, you know, unlocking the keys in prior is persistence. All right, so key number two, the second key in unlocking your prior life is by praying in faith, having no doubts when you go to God. And that can be found in Matthew 21, verse 21 to 22. And I'll be reading. And it says from the NLT version, Then Jesus told them, I tell you the truth. If you have faith and don't doubt, you can do things like this and much more. You can even say to the mountain, May you be lifted up and thrown into the sea and it will happen verse 22 and last you can pray for anything and if you have faith you will receive it so in unlocking prayer when you go to god in prayer meaning talking to god right you need to have no doubts right so that is a second key in unlocking your prayer life All right, so key number three, the third key in unlocking your prior life is by praying in secret. Yeah, praying in secret. Like when you read Matthew 6, verse 6, it says when you go before God, you should go in your closet and pray. So we as believers need to pray in secret. We we don't need to pray, right, for for other people to see. So when we pray, we pray in secret to our Father. And once we go to God in secret, in prayer, God will honor that request. 
And you're probably wondering, why is it so important to pray in secret, right? Why is it so important? But Jesus highlights that, look, when you pray in public, most times, for example, like the hypocrites, that the Gentiles, they pray in public because they wanted an audience from other people. And if you pray in public, your audience is not God. You're trying to lean your audience to people. When so it's it's a it's a heart issue at the end of the day, right? You know, Jesus is basically saying that what are your motives behind your action? Why are you praying in public? What is your motive? What is your ultimate motive? If your motive is is good, then fine. But at the end of the day, right? There's a difference between a public and private prayer, um, right? There's a difference in heartfelt and hypocritical prayer, right? So when, when we pray in public, focus on addressing God and not how you're coming across to others. If you focus on that when you pray in public, that's fine. But at the end of the day, make sure that your audience is God. Key number four in unlocking your prior life is by praying in Jesus' name. Yeah, you have to pray in Jesus' name because that's the person that we believe in, Jesus. We believe in Jesus, so we need to pray in Jesus' name. And we can go to the scriptures, which is John 14, verse 13 to 14, reading from the NLT, and it says, You can ask for anything in my name, and I will do it, so that the Son can give, can bring glory to the Father. Yes, ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. That's what Jesus said to his disciples. If you ask anything in my name, he will do it. So if you pray in Jesus' name, he is going to do it according to God's will. So if it is aligned with God's will, then he will do it for you. Key number five in unlocking your prior life is by praying according to God's will, not yours. So let's turn our Bibles to 1 John 5 verse 14, reading from the NLT, and it says, and we are confident that he hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases him. So if you pray according to God's will and it pleases him, then he will answer your request. So yeah, you have to just pray for God's will to be done. So when you do pray, ask God for his will to be done, not yours. Key number six in unlocking your prior life is by praying with a pure heart or a clean heart. And you're probably wondering, how can you how can you get a clean heart, right? By going to God and asking him to forgive you of your sins. But here, when we go to scriptures, Mark 11 verse 25, it highlights that before we can actually go to God for forgiveness, we as believers need to first learn to forgive others. And Matthew 6, 15 says, if we refuse to forgive others, then God won't forgive us. 
which I can see that this is fear. So if you want a pure heart, then you need to go to God and ask for forgiveness of your sins. And if you do have any, you know, unforgiveness in your heart, make sure that you have forgiven that person before you go into prayer. All right, to show you proof, let's turn your Bibles to Mark 11, verse 25. And it says, but when you are praying first, forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against so that your father in heaven will forgive your sins too. So the Bible clearly says, when you are praying, make sure that the first thing that you do if you do have any unforgiveness in your heart, forgive that person so that your father in heaven can forgive you as well. Key number seven in unlocking your prior life is when fasting, remember to pray. So when you go on a fast, you need to combine fasting and prayer together. Because if you're fasting without prayer, then you're starving yourself. So when you go on a fast, remember to pray. And the scripture for that is Acts 13, verse 2, 2 and 3, and Matthew 17, verse 21, and Mark 9, verse 29. I'll be reading Mark 9, verse 29, reading from the King James Version, and it says, and he said unto them, this kind can come forth by nothing but by prayer and fasting. So Jesus himself said that certain things in our life, for example, because in this instance, in this um, story, right, in the scripture, uh, the disciples were trying to cast out the demons and they weren't able to do that. And they're wondering you know, they were asking Jesus, why weren't they able to do that? And Jesus said, like, look, you be able to, you in order to cast out demons, you need to pray and fast. So it's the same with us. Certain things in our life cannot be broken off. Right. Any certain strongholds in our life cannot be broken off until we pray and fast. So you have to combine fasting and prayer together. And that's how you overcome. Um, You know, for example, me. I was in the past, I used to struggle with pornography. I used to struggle with masturbation. And if I did not pray and fast, that would have been a stronghold right now for me. But thank God for his grace and his mercy. Like that is no longer, you know, controlling my life. I no longer have that issue anymore. So I just thank God. If it wasn't for the constant prayer and fasting that I did, um, uh, trust and believe I would still be struggling with it right now. So I just thank God for that. So if you have a stronghold in your life, if you're struggling with something, any sin that's in your life, pray and fast at least once a week, pray and fast to God. It doesn't matter how much, how much hours, one hour, 30 minutes, two hours, just pray and fast over that situation and God will break it off. Right. Um, the, I guess to direct you to learn more about fasting, um, check out episode season one, episode 17. And the title is why do Christians need to fast? And that can help you to understand a bit more on what fasting actually is, how you can do it and all that jazz.
Key number eight in unlocking your prior life is by abiding in God's word and praying. So that can be found in John 15 verse 7. Let's turn our Bibles to that. So John 15 verse 7 says, But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it will be granted. So here it say, it's basically saying that if you stay connected to God, meaning having a personal relationship with God, you know, by accepting Jesus as Lord and Savior of your life, right? And obeying his teaching, which is the word of God, the Bible, then you can be boldly, you can come before God boldly and petition in prayer. And God, as a result, will honor your requests according to his will. So yeah, stay connected with God. How do you stay connected with God? By reading and spending time in his word and, you know, physically, you know, obeying what he says, obeying his word as well and fellowshipping with other believers. So it all ties all in one, staying connected with God. Key number nine in unlocking your prior life is by praying with confidence. That means no doubt yet again. So when you pray, make sure you pray in confidence. And if you want to read more on confidence, um, what, it, what it actually means, true confidence, then read Philippians 3. Also check out the episode, season one, episode seven, and it's called, What is True Confidence? And, you know, we dissect all about what true confidence is. And when you find out, <laughs> you're going to be shocked. But yeah, definitely check out that episode, What is True Confidence? Season one, episode seven. But yeah, going on. So pray with confidence. When you go to God, you need to be confident. And the scripture for that is Mark 11, verse 24, and 1 John 5, verse 14 to 15. And I'm going to read 1 John 5, verse 14 to 15. And it says, And we are confident that he hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases him. Verse 15. And since we know he hears us when we make our requests, we also know that he will give us what we ask for. So that's the NLT version. Let's read the ERV version. So the ERV version says, 1 John 5 verse 14 to 15, and it says, we can come to God with no doubts. This means that when we ask God for things and those things agree with what God wants for us, God cares about what we say. Verse 15 and last, he listens to us every time we ask him. So we know that he gives us whatever we ask from him. So this scripture is basically talking about praying according to God's will, right? Because we talked about that earlier, but also praying with confidence, trusting and believing that whatever we pray for, God is going to answer it according to his will so if it aligns with what god wants for your life and we all know that whatever god wants is always best right so if it aligns with whatever god wants for your life then he will answer it
right, so the bonus key in unlocking your prior life is by not praying with empty and repetitive words. That's it, right? What do I mean by that? Don't babble, right? So let's turn our scriptures to Matthew 6, verse 7 to 8. Reading from the ERV version, and it says, And when you pray, don't be like the people who don't know God. They say the same things again and again. They think that if they say enough, their God will hear them. Don't be like them. Your father knows what you need before you ask him. Right. And you're probably wondering, Crystal, but you mentioned that we need to be persistent in prayer. Yes, I did say that. But let's look, let's have a deeper look on it. Right. When you repeat repeating the words, the same words over and over again, is like a magic incantation. And it does not guarantee that God will hear your prayer any better. Right. It's not wrong to go to God many times with the same requests. Jesus encourages persistent prayer in Luke 18, verse 1 to 8. However, what he condemns is the shallow, the empty repetition of words that are offered without a sincere heart. So when you pray, make sure that your heart is honest and sincere, genuine right? Be genuine in your prayers when you talk to God. It's not, it's never too much to pray, right? But make sure that you have a honest, sincere, genuine heart, making sure that your heart and your mind is actively engaged. And whatever you pray, you pray it with meaning. Make sure whatever you pray, whatever you say in your prayers, you're, you're saying it with meaning behind it, right? And that is what we're talking about, the empty, repetitive words in prayer. And, you know, Jesus carried on saying in Matthew 6 that there's a certain way to pray, and it's called the Lord's Prayer. You can further read that on your own in Matthew 6, verse 9 to 14, when it talks about the Lord's Prayer, the perfect model of prayer. Um, so that is how we should pray as believers. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I think those are the keys in unlocking your prior life. And I just pray that this episode has been a blessing. And I pray that your prior life will be changed and transformed. I know mine will um, because, you know, doing research on all these um, keys have opened my eyes so much and helped me develop my own prior life. So I pray that you go forth and, you know, your prior life will be on fire and you'll be praying some powerful prayers in Jesus name. So that wraps up the prior principle series. I really hope that today's episode bless your heart and, you know, go forth in being powerful in prior by adapting the prior principles from the Bible. All right. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Share it with your family, your friends, everybody that you love. Just share it. And I just pray that we'll see each other next week if God's willing.